I just started getting into it. And now I'm like, yeah, recording whatever. It's when I start intro and whatever. <laughs> I know you got work. I know you get busy, so I need to get on this. No, no, no. I just didn't know. I just had no idea. I was just like, just keep, I, bro, I can talk to you all day. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> As you can tell, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Midfield Battle. I'm here with the smarter one of the bunch. This past few episodes, I've introduced you, reintroduced you to Ibuka and then to his brother from another mother of Ebo, and now to the actual brother of Ebo with AR. How's it going, man? Yes, sir. Good, buddy. Good. Ciao. How are you? Good. It's good to finally have you on. I've had the other two fools on this for as long as I can remember. In the past year, they've dominated 2023 between... <laughs> Horrible takes on City and Madrid, respectively, that manifested the City win in the Champions League, and the other one just keeps waffling about, like, last hey, year. I'll, I'll support the Madrid uh, scandal. Oh, I, I, I don't know, know about that. the City ones. I don't know about the City ones. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to bring a bit more of the brains in here. We're having you on again. Finally, yes, I think the first time, is it? This is this is the first time. I'm excited, bro. I've been, I've been messaging I've been I've been seeking I've been seeking for the punditry the pundit table I've been trying to join in uh, especially because it's your first time with you we definitely have to do the introduction properly so AR remind everyone or te- teach everyone tell everyone uh, your name where you're calling us from uh, and the way we like to do the introduction is tell us about your favorite club your favorite player and your favorite jersey number because that can tell sometimes stories so take it away oh okay all right guys my name is Abdurrahim Sher. I'm calling from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we used to, me, Ibuka, Ibo, and Roberto, obviously we all met in college here at Loyola, but mm-hmm. this guy decided to go back <laughs> to the motherland we stayed. But uh, Coming back. I'm over, yeah, you are coming back though. Thank God. Thank God, dude. It's, it's an expensive ticket to go to Italy just to see <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> it's more expensive than any activity in New York. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know, bro. New York can be kind of expensive too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see about that. But uh, yeah, my uh, the the club that I support. Well, there's two. the The one yeah. dear to my heart is Real Madrid, of course. And then the I guess the Premier League team that I support is uh, Chelsea FC, the Blues. So one one more dominant than the other, but you know the the heart is still there for both. But uh, my favorite player is of course. Cristiano Ronaldo, always, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And my favorite number would probably be either eight. I like the number eight because it's my favorite number, but also my jersey from middle school, which was a weird number. It was 37. I like that number as well. I'll hold on to eight for now. That one, yeah. I, and also, we have some legends. Which I was about eight, to so. ask you. Like, number eight, is it like a legend that inspired that? Is it the position or is it just how cool the number is? Uh, I, it's cool number because my birthday is April eighth. But also, okay. I like I like the position of eight on the field. Like I feel yeah. like an eight is pretty involved, no matter what. Always either offensively or even defensively. So it's a it's a pretty good number. Very true, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you mentioned Madrid, of course, like your brother. I'm guessing does it tie to his story? No, nah, it was about the same story, bro. Because I remember, mm. like the first time. I remember actually watching football was I'd be like four or five years old and okay. we'd go visit my cousin and he was like really big into watching football obviously. And so he would watch 
Premier League and he'd watch La Liga. And whenever it'd be a La Liga game, he'd always have like Real right. Madrid playing. <laughs> and like the first games I remember watching, was, I'm pretty sure it was like the, the Beckham, Ronaldo, yeah. that, that whole squad. And so we'd watch him. And then from then on, like he, he's also kind of the reason why Cristiano is like our favorite player. Because while we'd watch like Real Madrid do crazy, especially when like transition to Marcelo joining the team, Robinho. And then we'd start seeing like Cristiano Ronaldo highlights him in Man United, and we'd be like, "Oh!" So when when Ronaldo then ended up coming to Real Madrid, bro, we became even like bigger super fans without a doubt. Of course. And how does that connect it? Because of course he was at Man U. I don't know now your cousin if he was also tied to Man U, but Ibo picked Arsenal as his English team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how does that work out, bro? Because honestly, I mean, at the time. It was definitely just Real that I would be watching. And then I started watching Chelsea. The first Chelsea game I think I ever saw live was the Champions League final against uh, Bayern Munich. And so I was watching the whole thing at my cousin's house. And I just remember Drogba's goal and then the commentator going, Drogba! And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I kind of just started watching like since then. And then... Obviously, you had Mourinho there afterwards. After and then, you just kind of like the rest was history. We had some good, lucky, nice runs. Some fire players like I loved watching Oscar, Diego Costa, and obviously this squad now is a little bit like it's it's quite expensive. <laughs> Not necessarily gaining the wins, but you know the Champions League a couple of years ago was 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 nice. It's nice to cherish it until yeah. we get back to it. You know, <laughs> very unexpected for how it came up and what that year was you could argue even the 2013 one uh 2012 one i mean bro tuchel tuchel came in like in in the his his style worked really well in the beginning Mm -hmm. and if i'm honest with you like i i don't know i don't know if i'm in the minority or the majority in terms of chelsea chelsea fans but like i was kind of disappointed when he got sacked because i didn't think we were doing terrible obviously we had like we had that we had that one game against the Spurs, two two atrocious game. I was I was punching the air watching that game. The handshake at the end of the game. The handshake, bro. Oh my god, I was it was funny. I was back home watching that, and I was watching it on my phone. And I was like, when I saw that, I was like, damn, bro, his hands need to be thrown because that's that's fucked up. That's messed up. <laughs> but but ever since he left, bro, it's kind of been disarray. And obviously, the owner. Uh, having to basically let go of the team kind of put everything in a little bit of a panic. So, but we'll see, bro. Like it, it, we got the Carabao Cup final. Hey, that's something to you know. It's not the biggest bragging rights, but it's bragging rights nonetheless. It'd be one more trophy than Arsenal this year. I mean, so you have you're definitely rebuilding, but it's not rebuilding as we would see in an American team, like American sports or anything like that. This is fast rebuilding, but it's a lot. It's coming at the cost, of course, of. Um, Billions. <laughs> some some small country GDPs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely in terms of that, in terms of money for sure. But it takes time too. So I guess at least you're somewhat patient with Pochettino. And the fact of for how troubled the season is and even obviously the past one, uh, if you're able to get in already this final, but potentially a trophy, considering how everything is still chaotic at Chelsea, that's massive. It is, bro. But it's luckily... Like Cole Palmer's doing great. Yeah. I think yeah. Enzo Enzo's performance is pretty solid. He doesn't 
get the assists and goals that I think that he yeah. should be getting, but it's it's doing decently. We were talking a little bit before this, but the, the, my biggest gripe have, has been Nico Jackson because I've I've never seen a guy not put away pretty like sinkers, like just tap ins, and he he just can't get it in the back of the net. Like Sterling is doing way better than Nico, and I would expect you know Nico being the striker that he needs to like finish and some of these mm-hmm. attempts that he's been doing, bro, like. Either he's throwing the hat trick or he's going on a drought of like missed shots on target, just just flubs on the ball. It's kind of it's kind of disappointing to be honest, but we'll see, bro. Because if he gets his like footing back, if he if he starts getting a little bit more confidence, I think he could be kind of dangerous because he's pretty light on his feet. Like he could. Yeah. I I went to the Chelsea and Dortmund game. Uh, it was the preseason game here in Chicago. I went with my fiance, mm-hmm. and like I was watching Nico. He was like the main player I wanted to see how he would play. And he looked really good on the ball, like very, very good. It's just when – as soon as he gets within like 10 yards of the box is when he kind of just kind of panics. Like you could see that he's panicking with the ball and trying to get the ball off, which when he was in La Liga, he didn't really have that. So I'm kind of confused why he's uh, now panicking here because I feel like I feel like defenders in like La Liga are a little bit more aggressive and harder to deal with than some of these like defenders in the Premier League, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the different context of being at Chelsea. I mean, you're still in a top club in the Premier League, especially in the past what decade. Or yeah. Maybe, uh, you're your starting striker, and you're a bit a rather underwhelming signing. Like with all the respect, he's not the OC man that maybe fans wanted. He's not like the top number nine that that they thought they were going to splash the cash on. He was if anything no. one of the cheaper <laughs> deals yeah. made in the past year or so. Yeah. But almost, almost with cheaper, but more like more pressure to do something because exactly. while we're good at defending good and not getting too many goals scored on us, we're not good at scoring more goals than the other yeah, team. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's it's a little bit iffy because like Caicedo, like obviously very expensive, but he's not yeah. necessarily there to score goals. He's there to play his defensive role and be like the new Conte, like mm-hmm. for the team. Mm-hmm. Same thing. With, I mean. And that's why Enzo, I mean, he's getting a little bit better, but he needs to also step it up a little bit in the midfield. But I get, I'm get, i more confident when he's out in the field because just of his technical ability is really yeah. good. Man, that's a tough life of a striker like compared to these guys. For Nicholas Jackson, at the end of the season, they look at how many goals he scored or how many assists. Yeah. But yeah, you mentioned a few trips here and there, and whether it's football-related or beyond that, as you're mentioning with your fiancé. So what is it? Tell me more about it. Traveling with football. Like if I'm going to Europe, I'm always going to feel like that culture, especially, I mean, when we're in Italy, obviously when, you know, I'm in Rome, I'm in Naples, I'm, I see it in the streets, kids playing soccer and stuff. But when I, when I travel around, I, I haven't been able to watch like a, a game overseas, which I would love to. Because anytime I go to a city and if I know they have like a prevalent club, I try to go see like their actual stadium. It's just I happens to be when I'm there is when it's the off season, but I would like love to like plan something for in the future to go somewhere to actually go see games because we were we were gonna we had like the golden opportunity like in 2020 for the Euros, but while while the pandemic was ha- like starting, we had entered into you know like the lottery that they do for the Euros, and we're like okay we for a gift for ourselves like we're gonna go do like a, a a tour of Europe along with like these Euro games that are going on. And we got so lucky. And I mean, we got the luckiest lottery because we got like, what do we get? We had 
England versus Croatia, I think, one of the games. And that was at Wembley. Portugal versus France, which me and Ibo were stoked for. Like, that was our chance to actually see Cristiano, like, in person. And then, I forgot what the third game was. It was a decent game. It wasn't It wasn't a bad game either. But then, obviously, the pandemic came and everything just got canceled. And so, like, for most people, they were, like, people were, like, hoping the pandemic would be over just so they could go outside. We were, like, legitimately praying. We're, like, dude, we, we just need to go to the Euros. We need to go to the Euros. This needs to be over. Having false sense of, like, hope. Like, every every month, we're, like, okay, the, 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 band, the travel bans are going to get lifted in two weeks. Two weeks later. The travel events are going to get lifted in two weeks, another two weeks later, yeah. and then finally they canceled it. But in terms of football and travel, I, I would love to go see like some games in uh, in the Premier League or watch like Real Madrid or something. But when I travel, bro, I just I just love traveling, especially around Europe. It's, it's so easy, so easy to go around. Beautiful architecture, beautiful art, and I, I love seeing things like art, especially. Um, in Italy, it was great. I've been to Amsterdam, and I loved going traveling the different museums there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of just absorbing. I, I love the European lifestyle more more than the American, I would say. And how does that tie into? Because obviously, you have a big passion for photography as well. Like, is there something that you're searching into that? How did that start? That's something that's always interested me. For instance, um, I mean, photography just started for me back in beginning like freshman year of college like oh recently i went yeah it wasn't like high school or something yeah, was, yeah. this was back in freshman year of college we my brother and a friend of ours we went to we did like a trip to amsterdam and then uh, paris we did like a two-week trip and i wanted to vlog it because at that time i was like really big into like watching casey neistat and all that yeah, yeah, yeah. so i bought like a i bought like a camera to vlog on and stuff and while i was out there just like vlogging i started taking Lots of photos because the camera was pretty decent. And I realized I don't really like taking video, but I really like taking photography. Mm-hmm. And so kind of from there, I when I came back, I started taking more photos, started taking just pictures of people, whoever wanted it. And then eventually, once I started posting more, I just started you know, getting inquiries. Oh, can you do a photo shoot for this or a couple shoot? And then eventually weddings. Uh, and I, I've been doing this stuff since, since then pretty much. But... At this point in my, I guess, my photography career or like my passion, I, I've i kind of stepped away more from like the wedding and like the all that stuff and more been trying to focus on like travel and more urban photography. I really, like when I go on vacation, I, I grab my camera and anywhere I go, I just take photos of what's going on. Like, yeah. I, I, like I like taking photos of like scenes and like things that are going on and then once I have it edited and everything, I like just to like look at it and see. Imagine I make up stories pretty much. Like if there's like a couple at a restaurant sitting down that I took a photo of, I, I tr- come up with a narrative in my head. Or if I'm taking a photo of like some architecture, like I want whether it be like a dramatic look or just a nice vibrant look, it, it all interests me. And it, 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 I feel like I'm more artistic that way when I'm taking photos of just like urban life and people doing stuff outside, you know? You know what you mean? It's also. It makes it real in a way, and it's also even creative because the fact of thinking of a narrative, so it goes beyond just the simple beauty of the picture, beauty of the photo, or anything. You're exactly. Oh yeah. And, and hopefully, hopefully, I can do it with fashion too. What's yeah, up? because then I was tying because you also have that connected with Buka with Ibo, but your guys' connection to fashion as well. So how that all ties in together in a way. Oh, it's perfect. It's great because with clothes, I, I take that similar type of. Uh, 
ideology where like if if i take pictures of clothes i want to create a scene like i want something where somebody's looking at not only just what are they wearing but what what it is that they're wearing how it makes them feel how does it make them look like what what kind of mood is it giving to this person regardless you know they could wear they could be a super happy person and they're wearing like nice all black trench coat and i can make them look mysterious i can make them look dark or i could flip it around put them in like a nice little vibrant area and have them do something and kind of tell a story from there if you're thinking about your future travels now this may be the same ones it'd be different first i have to go back to the football ones uh what's on your wish list on your podium of games you want to go see like i know your brother first thing he was a madrid game no questions asked World for it would have to be madrid too bro i yeah. have to i have to see the bernabeu and i have yeah. to like feel what the burnabout was like, especially with these uh, renovations that they've yeah, done. Yeah, like yeah. The stadium looks incredible. Like it looks so good. And the crazy thing is my, my freaking uncle, bro, this guy doesn't watch La Liga, but he, he goes to Spain last year and he gets a, he just on a whim, the dude grabs tickets, center, uh, center field, a hundred level, a hundred level section, bro. And he's just there, just watching the game. He doesn't even like Real Madrid. And he's just sending me and Evo videos. I'm like, bro, you you don't understand where you're at right now. <laughs> you don't understand where you're sitting. <laughs> he couldn't even tell the two teams apart. But he was still no, bro, he out. couldn't. That's what was making us mad. I was like, dude, you don't even like this team. Why are you here? Why can't we be there instead? <laughs> <laughs> but other than Real Madrid, I, obviously, I'd want to catch the Chelsea game at, uh, at the bridge. That'd be nice. Yes. That'd be really dope. Especially a nice little derby, either with like Spurs or arsenal i definitely i definitely see that too about if you step outside of football more travels in your wish list that you would have especially connected to the photography and fashion and whatnot um i mean i've always i i adore amsterdam like i always any if i ever have an opportunity to go i will i've already been there twice i'll go there third fourth fifth time if it's possible (laughs) because it's such a it's such a beautiful city and it's so peaceful but there's always like every corner that you walk around is always something new. Like it's always something appealing to the eye. Like either whether it be the architecture, all the flowers there, all the bicyclists. Um, besides that, probably Spain. Cause I've always, my, my dad's gone to Spain. My mom's gone to Spain. Uh, Ibuka has been to Spain and they've all said they've really enjoyed it. And I've had other friends that go, they go to Barcelona, mm-hmm. Madrid, or they go head down South. And I've always wanted to go see what the life. I know the lifestyle is kind of like, I don't mean to. I don't know if this is an insult to you or not, but it reminds. It kind of looks like the Italian lifestyle, where it's a yeah. little bit laid back, chill. You know, it's three p.m. Nobody's working. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean? Where do you think we're working before that? Oh, before <laughs> the three p.m. It looks chill, man. We haven't. It looks chill. It looks laid back. It looks like a lot of good food. I, I don't know if it'll compare it to Italian food because that was delicious. Ah, that's more of the insult and debatable part. But yeah, hey, I just said I don't know. I didn't. I didn't say it was. I don't. I don't know. Some people really like tapas. They really love. Tapas. Nah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Let me flip it on you then. Where Where would you Where would you want to go? Because you You have the access. Like you. you I see you yeah. one day. You're, you're You're watching Bayern Munich. I don't know, bro. You 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 could easily go find a find a game, find a place. Where Where do you want to go? Champions League games are always fun. I think top of my, in terms of the football side, World Cup is really where the next level is, the next step is. More than a oh, yeah. game, more than a Barca game that I haven't been. I've been to a few of the Pram stadiums and Pram games at this point. Uh, so I've covered most of those, but still there's something of just about the height and 
special experience that is the World Cup that I can't even imagine. I've been planning it for the past decade or more. Even when I was a kid, I would put money aside for that goal. And then obviously it would never happen. Oh, bro. Especially, I mean, we all got a perfect chance now. Yeah. Being like here in North America. The fact that the U.S. Hosts. It would be it would be very bad on our parts if we didn't try to catch a game. Because I'll, yeah. I'll road trip anywhere just to watch it. Literally. You know, because it's going to be... I think it might, just because of how the U.S. is now, the the national team, I think this World Cup might, I don't think they'll do well, but I think it might ignite, ignite something in the league here in the United States. Because, totally. like, you're seeing it now. Like, you have you have the AFCON League and you have the African Leagues, and so many players now, or so many clubs, are putting a lot of money into development. And now you're seeing all these superstars coming out of Africa. And with the United States, it's like it's kind of like a draft where like the very special few will either they'll make their way over to Europe, and there's a lot more obviously in the Prem. You know, you have and obviously Italy with Pulisic, but you have so many other players now joining the Prem. Where I'm hoping this World Cup kind of shows the owners here in the United States that they need to focus on the development of their league but isn't that so isn't that so great like when you when you do live in like europe like bro you could you you yourself can just be like yeah let's go to paris for the weekend and then come yeah. back you do your work for the week and then you know let's just catch a roma game yeah. it's even even if you guys are going to probably get your ass beat you guys you can catch I'll the game you know? so much once i'll <laughs> back over i know it's like the same way now i miss certain things of course of my time in the u.s but maybe it's related to the time, of course. It was during college. I mean, it was so much fun. But now that I'm here, I miss that. I know the minute that I'll make it back to the U.S., I'll miss so much about what's what's so available, what's so easy to get to here in Italy and in Europe. What do, what do you what do you do? You miss something specific, or are you just got, you just happy to be back? It's just way more dynamic the way I feel it in the U.S. and the opportunity that that it rewards initiative. More right. than how traditionally rooted here, but that's just that. Just to wrap up on that. Hey, man, and I, I'm excited for you to come. This is this is good news. This is real good awesome. news. I can't wait, man. We'll definitely be in touch. Do your thing. Do your thing, bro. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm loving. I'm loving the stuff that you've been doing out here. So, hopefully, next time we do, you, we can get the three musketeers on. We can get a full, uh, definitely a full definitely. filled podcast going because that 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 yeah. might be a long episode though. Just like you know. <laughs> It's okay. I'm not. I'm not. I don't even know how many of them. So this past year with them, that we would speak for an hour, and then I would have to shorten them, cut their crap out. Just oh, bro, it's it hard, easy. bro. Once we start yeah, talking about life, once we talk about life and football, it, it, it can go on for a pretty long time. <laughs> literally, literally. But that's the beauty of it. Like, it's. I enjoy this part more than any. Obviously, the editing is part of the job, the posting right. and whatever. Like, I enjoy producing it and therefore sharing it, sharing the final product. But this is the part that I enjoy. It's like the gathering. And in a way, it's keeping in touch with you, with Ibo, with Ibuka, and everyone along the way. People who I've met years ago that now are distant and hopefully will be close again at the same location again. Oh, no, uh, of course. Through this excuse of a podcast. That's really the beauty of this. No, it is beautiful. Though. It's perfect, bro. It's great. It's something to look forward to, honestly. Like It's something to really look forward to, talk about things you want. Chill with the exactly. people that you've known for a long time. It's nice. It's really nice. Sure. Maybe, awesome. maybe we'll do an in-person episode. Maybe that's maybe that's well, what we'll do one time. <laughs> that's a special episode to do at some point. Oh, sure. okay. So people you meet along the way, like the connections of like introducing you guys to Nick or 
whoever I'll meet through him and all of that. It's like it's such a growing community more and more that we can to even imagine the potential of. Exactly. Right. Future no, goals, agree, man. Future goals. Awesome, man. Loved every minute of this. No, bro. Congrats. Congrats on everything. Hopefully, you know, it only up and up from here. And when you get over here, when you move over, it's going to be even better. So you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing you and talking to you more, bro. Awesome. Love it, man. Thanks again. And yeah, we'll be talking very soon. Of course, bro. Ciao, baby. Enjoy your day. Ciao.